This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope all of you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight, as obviously today was early signing day. LSU getting all 27 guys that who were committed at the beginning of the day are signed and delivered at the end of the day. No real drama at LSU in Baton Rouge today. LSU rounded out with... At least if you look on on three or, or two, four, seven, they're at 10 on one, I think 11 or 12 on the other. Really solid day, really solid class for Brian Kelly and LSU. We'll talk about some of those guys that we like. Uh, obviously, some of the big names like Tradez Green, Deshaun McBride that we really like. I still think Colin Hurley can throw it around a little bit. I think he spins it really well. I think he's gotten a lot of unfair criticism thrown his way this year about you know, him reclassifying and yada, 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 yada. I still think Colin Hurley can spend it a little bit. They got a lot of offensive linemen. What happens with Cohen Eccles, the kid out of Katy, Texas? So, look, we'll touch on all that. We'll talk about all of it. Brian Kelly spoke on it as well. What did Brian Kelly say? And what did he almost, and what did it seem like he confirmed today at his press conference? Was a, was Blake Rafino on to something last night? Because Brian Kelly came out in his press conference today and not only used the word retention rate six times, but he also talked about the interior of that defensive line. So if you did not watch last night's show, we literally spent an entire segment, 15 straight minutes, on exactly what Brian Kelly talked about today in order. Why you're not going after dudes in the portal along the interior defensive line. Why you are maybe a little confident in some areas on maybe some key guys returning or some big guys returning. We talked about that too. We put it on our Instagram for crying out loud. Oh, by the way, we are live right now currently on the gram. AYS underscore sports. Glad to have you all in here with us as well if you are joining us on the live stream on Insta. So we'll talk about that. Oh, and by the way, I have to start off the show with something that a week ago today that we talked about, and it's exactly how it played out. Sharon Lewis's lawsuit got dismissed today in court. We're going to start the show off with that as well. Zach Nagy joins us at 7.30. Good to have Zach Nagy here with us. We'll go around your SEC and silly season. Now that signing day is over, it's there possibly, you know, what happens with some of the coaching stuff. Wasn't asked today. You know, like was not asked today in reference to, well, hey, man, it's been more than 10 days. You said 
10 days, we'll, we'll know a little something. What do we know? What do we think? We'll talk about that at the end as well. We'll talk about that at the end. Where are you watching from tonight? Where are you watching us from tonight? Uh, Chili says, hashtag ask Blake. I I'll liked your comment on Twitter. They added some serious speed today. Some serious speed. Serious speed uh, at DB. Look, I, they got four corners, okay, in this class. Got a pair of safeties and Joel Rogers and Deshaun McBride. But, guys, BK's doing exactly what he thought. We're going to get a high number of dudes from inside the state of Louisiana. We're going to get a lot of high school kids. We're going to recruit, develop, and get them in here. And if we think that there are guys that are in the portal that we can go get, we will go get. They're not scared to hit the portal. They're not scared to get a high quali- or high number of dudes. And, look, man, they got good pieces. They, In my opinion – I think they they got to get better in an area, but maybe why you can sustain going into next season, but it's it's maybe not a long-term thing that you can do. Thought it was overall good class. Overall good class. Stephen Fry says, 27 of 27, this staff is currently battling, uh, uh, batting 1,000. It's true. 1,000% true. Brandon Ortega says, why are we not in the uh, top 10 class? Well, you are technically on, on three. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I, I guys, I d- do not go and look at the rankings. Like, legitimately, look, I'd have to look it up right now. I, I, I don't know. Hold on. LSU football commits on three? Like, I, I, I really don't know. Maybe y'all could tell me. Chat, tell me. Y'all, t- what, what are they on on three? Because I, I, I legitimately have no idea. Um, Well, this says they got him at five. <sighs> the ranking says they got him at five. Okay. I mean, let me, I, I don't know if they're gonna, I'm going to get in trouble for sharing this. I, I don't know if they'll ban me. The, the team, it says industry ranking, football team recruiting rankings. It's Alabama, Georgia, Texas, Ohio State, LSU. Like, I could pull it up. Hold on. I said they were 10. I thought that they were 10. I had no clue. Um, you see? Right there at number five. Right there at number five. So, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how those things work. I've asked before, and people don't give me a solid answer. No clue. No clue. Uh, Paul Sub says, on three had us at five last I saw. Yeah, I, I shows how much I watch it. Uh, Kevin says, what's the difference between industry ranking and composite ranking? Kevin, I am the worst person to ask. Uh, D. Smith says, who's the five-star Weston Davis the offensive tackle? He is the uh, five-star. And at least I think in this class, that kid's a freak. We'll talk about it. We got lots to discuss. Lots and lots to discuss. Uh, where did I have to see this? Shelbyville, Tennessee, says fear core. Nice. That's a scary emoji there, man. Purple Kush, always in the state of Maine, says Waterville, Maine, enjoying the 28-degree weather. Go Tigers. Man, that's cold. Golly, that's cold. Ron Wa- uh, Rod Washington says he's in Decatur, Georgia. Stefan says he's in uh, ball. Never mind. I I saw where you were at, Stefan, and thought about a girl I used to date in the three three seven. I I can't. I I feel like if I say that three times fast, and I think that you know this, um, she's gonna appear, and I can't do that to myself. Bo uh, Porter says, Bastrop, Louisiana here. Good to have you and good to have Bastrop. The 318-31 great is in the building. Good to be here with you. Ken says, go Tigers from Birmingham, Alabama. Yes, indeed. Chili says, uh, ask Blake Watkins and Turner or Burners. Very much so. Very much. Dude, you got a lot of speed today at the skill position. A lot of speed. I think Michael Turner's a blazer. I think Jelani Watkins is a blazer. 
think I, Kane Durham, from a personality standpoint, I think is my favorite player in this class. I mean, that dude's that, that dude don't care what you think. Like he is a team lead dude. He comes in and he he leads day one by example. He leads, you know, telling you what you need to do. He ain't scared of nobody, man. He he is. I dude, Caden Durham is an alpha dog, like one thousand percent alpha dog. Like in three years when he's here and you see the entire team rallies around him, like everything they do is around him. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Dude's an alpha. Uh, Aaron Miller says digs out. I don't know what's up with him, man. I I, I really don't know what's up with him. I I, I saw that tweet today. I, I don't know. I don't know. He said something like Death Valley where dreams come to die instead of opponents' dreams comes to die. Either he missed said something. Maybe that's what he was trying to mean. I don't know. I I, I, I can't really decipher, dude. Like what I, I can't. I'm not going to decipher anymore what these dudes are, are trying to say. Um, Father Abear says Kelly said two more portal guys on Friday. Can you confirm or deny? Let's go. Um, well, I'm not going to deny what he said. Um, <laughs> but what I think what he was trying to say was, and why he pushed it, maybe the paperwork, maybe not everything is, is formally set yet. And he just, some things you probably can't speak on at the current moment. Hum Bug says, what's up, Blake? AYS, the best LSU uh, broadcast show. Thank you so much. But Father A. Bear, I, I, I think all three will be announced. I mean, all three of them announced. I mean, it's not as if, you know, and I've been told that it is the three, uh, Jordan Gilbert, Xavier Thomas, and A.J. Swan. And, like, you can say whatever you want. I mean, that's coming from staff. Uh, D. Smith says, I feel like LSU needs Corey Foreman, a corner, Evan Stewart, true one thoughts. Uh, thank you. First off, my thoughts are thank you for the super chat. Um, I don't think you need it. I, do Would I like Evan Stewart? Yes. Do you need Evan Stewart to win? I, I mean, I still think you've got a lot of really good, solid dudes in your receiving room. Now, you would love to have him. I don't think you need him. You know what I mean? Like, when you said needs, I don't think they need Evan Stewart. I don't think they need Corey Foreman. Because you still got Perk. You still have uh, Deshaun. Uh, I mean, Deshaun McBride. Deshaun Womack. Foreman would come in here and try to be a one-year player, one-year rental. If he were a four- or five-year guy, like, if he if he had four more years of eligibility, I'd be like, yeah, probably. You're like, you could take him because you can – have multiple years out of him. Um, look, I'm hedging my bet because every time I say that, people come in the chat and we're like, well, Blake, are you saying that you think Kyron Lacey is going to be a number one? I said no uh, with when we were, we were talking with Carter Bryant on Monday. No, I don't think he's the one. I'm just hedging my bet that there's going to be a dude that breaks out this year that we have no idea and we're not talking about him. Right? Like, that I, I'm I'm trying to hedge a bet on that, so we'll see. All right, corner, yes, <laughs> corner. Go get whoever you want at corner. You can throw some shit up on the wall and see what sticks there. And you got you got a lot of guys. We got a lot of, I mean, you got a lot of dudes today. You got four corners today. Talk about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Our good friend Tyler Alexander over at EXP Realty. You know, I was talking to Tyler the other day. And we were just chit-chatting, and, you know, now he's at LPT Realty. So I was like, dang, bro, what you been doing over there? And he says, um, just sends the following. Just sends the following. So I wanted to read it to you. Guys, not only if you're looking to buy or sell your home, if you're looking to buy and sell, and you're a realtor, like if you're a realtor in the market, you're anywhere in the U.S., they want to partner up with you. They're building a massive team over there at LPT with our good man, Tyler. The passive income opportunity uh, with him or, or other with him and other groundbreaking opportunities for your future. Also, if you want to be a realtor and learn more about it, give them a call today, 225-955-0008. That's 225-955-0008, and he will get your home sold. All right, get to our break. Back next. 
Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures head on over to bet online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 that's believe 50 b-l-e-a-v five zero to receive your 50 percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag betonline.ag he will sell your house and find you a new well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. We're back. They almost forgot that I wouldn't talk about this. Because if you watch this show, and you watch this show religiously, you know, maybe if anywhere, that you listen to LSU shows, you listen to LSU podcasts. I talked about this, I think, more than anybody, and that was the Sharon Lewis case. Not only Sharon Lewis, we talked about the Gloria Scott stuff a lot. When she tried to extort LSU, she, and at least in this case, which we found out to be proven, that the thing with Darius Geis might have not even happened, okay? Now, today, something monumental happened. So, a while back, about maybe four, five, six months ago, I can't remember the exact date, the state court threw out Sharon Lewis's court case for $50 million, the RICO uh, civil lawsuit, in reference to sexual harassment, in reference to uh, 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 workplace hostilities. They threw it out. Not only did they throw it out in the state court, they made Sharon Lewis pay opposing counsel's attorney fees. Well, today, and it's so great that this happened, okay, because Glenn Gilbo wrote a hit piece from OutKick, and it, it, he tried to make it look damning for Frank Wilson, for Brian Kelly, for Scott Woodward, a lot of people, right? Like, he, he made it try to look damning for a lot of people. Only for today. And the drama that was being built that LSU or Frank Wilson would get in trouble. Now the feds have tossed it. Now a jury comes back all on all counts saying uh, for a dismissal. The Sharon Lewis case is no more. Now, there's another lawsuit that's out there with the tennis players, and I, I'm not necessarily at the current moment completely remembering. I haven't looked into that one in a, in a long time, so I'm not going to speak on that one yet. Doesn't mean I don't, wa- don't want to, that can't. I'm just not prepared for to talk about that one. In reference to Sharon Lewis, I, I don't want to be that dude. I'm not that dude. But there comes a fact or comes a point when – the USA Today wrote a hit piece, even when Glenn wasn't there. Even there were times that The Advocate wrote a hit piece. You know, they, they it just felt like constant, like, like man, LSU is not on, they're losing on the field, but they're down, they're out. You're blaming Ed Orgeron. Then Ed Orgeron gets dismissed, not only from the state case, gets dismissed from the federal case. Les Miles isn't even brought in really into a plaintiff there, doesn't go in to testify, at least to my knowledge. Les Miles never even testified. Okay, in a disposition or nothing, and he was the guy, one of the guys that they said that was doing the sexual harassment. Okay, well, 
I feel like if you're going to sue LSU for $50 million, why wouldn't you call less? Now, maybe he's under some health reasons. Maybe there's a reason they didn't do it. I, I don't know. But the only reason that she ever brought in a guy like Frank Wilson and why this was just a massive shakedown, she never mentioned Frank Wilson until Frank Wilson was hired at LSU for her second ten his second tenure. It, like, it didn't matter. She didn't even think about Frank. Like, not once. I'm just so glad this shit's over with. It was a shakedown. It was a shakedown. And if there were workplace mishaps and there were, and she knew that serious sexual harassment was going on, why didn't you go to the police? But you're going to sue him for $50 million in a RICO. Now, I, I know me saying that sends people to another political stratosphere that I don't even want to march down. All I'm saying is, I'm so glad it's over, right? Like, we can get past this shit. Sorry, you lost. Maybe you'll bring up something else. Brian Kelly, when he came in, so y'all want to hear something? Brian Kelly said today, or either today or yesterday in court, forget. He said, I don't even know who Sharon Lewis is. Like, okay, who? who? All right, like, yeah, they had her, her office. Like, nobody could go in her office. And, you know, I, I just fired. I just did away with the position that she had to start off with. Like, I, I didn't – I'm cutting the fat that LSU had here. There was no reason she deserved a job anyway. So I cut her – we cut it loose. Whether she got fired or not, I don't know. This is my football team. I can hire and fire who I want to. He's right. He, he's 1,000% right. Oh, you got offended by that? Oh, well. I mean, like, I, I don't want you to lose your job, but you're already suing the school for thirty for $50 million. $50 million. Who do you think you kidnapped? Chelsea Clinton? Like, okay. I got you, bro. I, I'm with you. Gilbo. My God, dude. My God. You, you tweeted today something that you said to me on my own goddamn show. You talked about, well, Blake, you're just biased. No, if LSU did wrong, regardless of what you believe or not, regardless of what you believe or not, if they allowed shit that go down the way that she said that they did, I don't want that shit happening. Like, I'm more of a human being than an LSU fan. I don't want that shit to happen at all. Not saying that what she said didn't have merit or truth to some of it. Not, I'm not even saying that. They can't prove it. They can't prove it. And in my mind, you were innocent in this country until proven guilty. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That still has to mean something. All right, we are so past us needing to talk about... Um, early signing day we just I, I had to bring that up because Penn Jones says Sharon Lewis loses again Blake sends a 999 super chat thank you Penn thank you so much for doing that yes she did bro she did like I, I, I'm so over this shit so over it guys you do realize on this show okay we are 837 episodes in all right so 837 damn times. Guys, I went and looked today. We were in ep like early episode 200s when this like when this started. So 600 episodes, like 2 years worth of this shit going on. I am done with it. Because I know like hey man, if I don't catch Blake's show every day, you know, he's got one tomorrow it is what it is. Maybe you missed something we said in there. Guys, I've been through this well, far too long. 
So glad it's over. So glad she lost because it seemed like it was a shakedown. Every turn. Not only do you got the state and the jury dismissing it, now you got the feds. Insane, dude. Insane. All right. Aaron Miller says maybe she should go work under Billy Napier. Well, ain't going to be a lot of people working under Billy Napier soon because early signing day happened today. And, look, LSU had a lot of good commits. A lot of good commits. Now, oh, okay, there it is. There are teams that we'll talk about after Zach Nabby uh, leaves us because uh, uh, he's about to come up in, like, two minutes. Um, Florida lost, like, eight guys today. Now, they kept DJ Lagway, but didn't really – I mean, guys, they're – they're not in a good place. But let's talk about LSU. You're not here to talk about Florida. We're not here to talk about Florida. A lot of guys from inside the state. A lot of quality players from inside of this state. Tradez Green, Deshaun McBride, Kylan Billiot, Tylen Singleton, Jawan Johnson, Joel Rogers, Collage Cobbins, Michael Turner, Devon... Oh, Devon Keys isn't from, LSU, or from Louisiana. Excuse me. But he's still a really good player. Gabe Relevert, Xavier Atkins, Corey Lee, P.J. Woodland. Oh, wait. He's from Mississippi. Wallace Foster, Sean Washington. Guys, you did really good in this state. You did pretty well in this state. Now, here's another truth. Wardell Mack isn't here. He hadn't signed here. But Dominic McKinley didn't. And what do you do? In this state, at LSU, you lock the state down. Guys, you got eight out of ten. And one of them's not even committed yet. No telling what can happen when you get a uh, defensive line coach in here. If that's the way, that the route that they go, you go in there and start recruiting. What is it happens with another too much that now that Frank Wilson has a bowl game, that will be it for him. Like, then there's no more practice, no more of that. You can go into pure recruiting, getting 2025 underway. Like, yeah, you could, like, land a Dominic McKinley. Not saying you will, not saying you won't, but you could. So, like, this isn't over yet. There are still going to be some guys that potentially they kick the tires on. Like, are there some guys today that didn't sign that you want to circle back and kick the tires on? Who knows? Who knows? One thing is for certain, though, they built some serious depth, man. Like, serious, serious depth. Let's look at it defensively. Deshaun McBride and Joel Rogers are your two defensive dudes, your two defensive players at the safety position. You brought in four corners. I really like Bernard Causey a lot. I also like P.J. Woodland a lot. I, 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 P.J. Woodland, the corner out of Mississippi, reminds me of maybe and even potentially like a Greedy Williams type. You know, like even both of those corners, just like long rangy if they put on some weight that they can be really good and one thing is for certain one thing is for absolute certain I thought that Brian Kelly built this class in a really good way now some fans will be upset because it's not a top five class you're not up there with Georgia we will talk about maybe why that is not okay but the thing is defensively outside of one position I thought you brought in a really good linebacker class with Tylen Singleton with Xavier Atkins and Devon Keys. Those are three guys that are SEC caliber dudes now. At least in my opinion, I think that those three guys can play. I think Tylen Singleton might be one of the most underrated recruits that we signed in this class without question. Then we just talked about the four corners. And by the way, Jawan Johnson statistically is one of, if not the best <laughs> Louisiana high school players ever. How can he transition into defense? Wardell Mack, the same. I I don't think that you did bad at all, man. I I I I think you got solid pieces, but which leads to something that I think is even deeper here. Brian Kelly a long time ago said that he was going to build his class, build his team through high school recruiting. He's going to go in the high school ranks. He's going to be a majority of his depth. Then he's going to go into the transfer portal. And he is going to get needs. If there's guys from Louisiana or just needs that they absolutely need, 
They're going to go get him. They feel like they need a backup quarterback to back up Garrett. They went and got it. They need somebody that can return punts and kicks and can, that can be a veteran wide receiver. They got it. They went out and got a safety because Brian Kelly in his press conference today said, hey, man, we don't, from a depth chart perspective, like from a numbers perspective, we don't have enough. We don't have enough safeties. So they go get Jordan Gilbert. Guys that can play. Guys that can play right now. Guys that have been around the SEC for a while. The one position group, and Brian Kelly touched on this, confirming what we talked about last night, but the one position group defensively that I just don't think you did well in is defensive line. You win and lose games along the defensive line. Now, do I like the pieces you got at edge? C.J. Jackson, Collage Cobbins, maybe Ahmad Bro. Yeah, I I like those pieces. I I like those guys. I've seen Ahmad Bro play twice in person. Loved him both times. Just thought he's an undersized, maybe a little bit undersized tweener. Gabe Relaford, the same. But you got to go get some bigger bodies in here. And that's the only thing that I'm going to discredit and say, man, maybe we could have done better here. But you, it's not, I, I'm not, and I'm going to say this, I'm not putting down on BK. For one main reason, like, guys, his defensive line coach that he was going to have wasn't here, right? Like, he just wasn't here. And, oh, shoot, I sent him the wrong link. Hold on. (laughs) There we go. Um, Regardless, I think that they did well there. Now, Brian Kelly said something today. He was asked. I think maybe Scarborough asked it. Okay. Um, it was in reference to the defensive line and guys coming back because they haven't targeted the portal heavy for defensive linemen. And Brian Kelly just came out and said, hey, man, listen, we feel pretty confident with where we're at in the interior defensive line. He called him Montgomery, but he said, we went and got Sean Washington. Okay, and we feel good where we're at in the numbers-wise in the interior. Does that mean that Mason Smith and Mekhi Winger are returning? Because you have not attacked the portal for numbers. You've talked about every other defensive position group and about numbers. Why weren't you talking about the biggest need? Well, I, I think it's because when he talks from a number standpoint, he thinks that he's got three dudes. Now, I checked on this today. I'm pretty sure Jordan Jefferson can come back. I'll ask Zach Nagy this. But he only played in one game in like 2020. So maybe he redshirted in 2020, but then got the COVID year. So he's got a six year in here. You about to bring back four interior defensive linemen that are all seniors? Hmm. I, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. The only problem with that is next year, after next year's over, you're going to have to go hit the portal. You know that, right? <laughs> you're you're going to have to hit the portal. Just saying. Just saying. All right. We'll talk about the offense. But you know what? We probably should do that with uh, our next guest, Zach Nagy. I sent him the wrong link, guys. The, the link to come in here. I sent him the Rafino and Joe one. That's what early signing day will do to a man. I am scatterbrained. Scatterbrained. But you know what? It's good. We're going to have Zach next. Let's talk about our good friends of the Drake Williams Law Firm, our good friend Carol Foss, Zach Bean, everybody. We're back next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Foss and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Foss has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer, all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. 
Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Bayou Daiquiri's at Bayou Bowling Go is owned and operated locally by Steve and Lisa Bean. You can find them at 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington, Louisiana. That's 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington. The North Shore's first crawfish drive-thru is about to step it up another notch by bringing you drive through daiquiris as well. You can call in your order today at 985-888-1914. 985-888-1914. Because you know what? Daiquiris and crawfish. It's a Louisiana thing. I'm sorry I sent you the wrong link. I, I, you didn't want me here, man. You didn't want me here. No, it wasn't that. I just, I, I was being a Rudy Pooh, man. I, I didn't know, Zach, and I, I get to go in. I'm talking about early signing day. Talked about the defense, but I want to start with you first about this offensive class in the early sign today. Any guys that you really like along this offense that LSU has brought in? Look, obviously, like, you have your standouts. Caden Durham, Trades Green. That's kind of like a casual take, in my opinion. I think everybody just knows what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy that's kind of a sleeper, in my opinion, who – I mean, his tape is unbelievable, is Joseph Cryer. Um, so, if you're looking at kind of like a sleeper guy who's not necessarily rated, like, just a crazy high ranking. Um, obviously, he was an Ole Miss pledge, so he's had SEC interest uh, from all over. But to get him to flip and get him to come to LSU, in my opinion, is a super big deal. Your offensive line is set for the foreseeable future. But to get Cryer in the mix, too, his tape is outstanding. He's a fantastic football player. So I uh, that's a sleeper, in my opinion, that I like on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, dude, I, I said this earlier in the show, but you know who another dude along the offense? I, I think my – I think um, – how do I want to say this? I don't want to say my favorite player because he's he hasn't stepped on campus. I think Caden Durham's a is an alpha dog. I was I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Just like <laughs> besides the fact that Caden Durham's an absolute dog, like I, I understand recruiting is a tough game. It's a tricky business. It's hard to get all the rankings accurate. But to have him kind of fringe top ten, you know, some might be top ten composite, might not be. Um, to not have him as like a top seven, top six back in America. It's nuts. It's a misread, in my opinion. You look at the tape, you look at the numbers, you look at the production at Duncanville, man. Like you're at a powerhouse in Texas, and you're playing against the best of the best, and he's cutting up every single week. I mean, he's a phenomenal football player, and he showed that in the state championship. Was it 230 yards, Mm -hmm. three touchdowns, and most of that was in the first quarter, first half, really. So, yeah, man, Caden Durham is he's that dude. You you have a you have a fantastic fantastic running back room. I I met him at Decorian Moore's. Commitment. That's right, you went out there for yeah. That. yeah, and the dude might have the biggest calves I've ever seen. Now, d- d- Zach, we're out there with LSU players. Like, we were out at practice yesterday, okay, which right. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about. That dude's got – like, he makes Noah Kane, and we – like, when you see Noah Kane up close to person, the dude's got – like I mean, dude's just – you know, I'm pause, but dude's got big calves. This yeah. dude's got like the pointy calves. You know how when you got so much muscle, like the calf, it like mm-hmm. indents like a mountain. This dude, twenty four seven. I'm like, man, this guy can play. He's really good. We'll see how it goes. I think another guy that we need to talk about too in this class we hadn't mentioned yet. I think arguably has the highest upside potentially. Um, is one of the offensive linemen and Weston Davis. Zach, it wasn't the football film that stood out to me. It was the a fact that tape. it's the basketball tape. He's Emory Jones. BK kind of hit on that a little bit today because he's he's he loves his versatile like two sport <laughs> offensive lineman. Right. And uh, when you look at somebody like Weston Davis, I mean, he's an absolute he's a stud in every way, shape, and form. He's he's kind of light on his feet, tremendous footwork, upper body is extremely advanced. That, that that's that's a player. I mean, 
look, he's a five-star status for a reason. So we, we could sit here and say, you know, oh, he, he's going to be a dog. It, you know, at this point in the game, you got to expect that he's going to be a dog. Like, the tape doesn't lie. The rankings sometimes lie. Um, but oh, I think yeah, he, well, they lie. <laughs> but like I was just saying about Caden Durham. So, look, I'm not going to contradict myself here. I think Weston Davis, you're getting an absolute stud. And I kind of put something out earlier. Is you get your third five-star in three years in a row. 2022, you got Will Campbell. 23, you got Lance Hurd. Now you got Weston Davis. And starts in the trenches. And Brad Davis is just doing a phenomenal job on the recruiting show. We are not – because if this were defense – Right. If this were, if he were the defensive line coach, we would be like putting this man on a pedestal. Yeah. But because he's the offensive line coach, we're not. And he learned from one of the best offensive line coaches. Maybe I'm not going to, I mean, you talk to some people. Sam Pittman is one of the best offensive line coaches maybe ever. Fair. Dude, I, I, I don't worry about it. It's the reverse miles. I, I, I worry about the defensive line, okay, the defense, and I don't worry about what you're doing in offense. Look what you're doing in the trenches, dude. Like, you're building here. Like, he's going to be a guy. This guy, this dude can play now. And you know what else is crazy, Zach? The, the, the basketball tape, he like – you know how when uh, Shaq would dunk and he would kind of like bring his knees to like his chest and like He'd swing up, swing yeah. up, you know, yeah. and then the ball would kick off. Oh yeah, he did that the other night in a state in a state playoff game or some shit. Straight off two feet, straight vertical. This dude's an athletic specimen. Like you're, you're getting you're getting a freak. Like this kid's an absolute freak. And like you oh said, my god, you're building an offensive juggernaut in Baton Rouge, and I'm super impressed. I'm super impressed with what they're doing. I I know a lot of the narratives and a lot of the naysayers or whatever are gonna say, oh, you know it. This isn't an outstanding class. It doesn't have like that pop, that flavor. In my opinion, you're getting a lot of solid pieces who can, you know, step in if you need them to. It's, it's obviously not that you don't have a significant amount of five stars, you know, not right. a lot of high four stars. But in my opinion, you're getting some productive, solid pieces that can, you know, give you that extra step long term if need be. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Biggest thing you took away from BK today? You know what I'm going to say. Interior defensive lineman. Absolutely. Um... Wow, I look so tired. Um, I've been up since 5.45, man. It's been a long day. I know you have been too. I, I um, know. I tweeted, by the way, I tweeted at 6 a.m. from Rafino and Joe's show yeah. that your boy was about to flip out there in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to listen to old Blake. People say what they want to say. Um, but getting back to what you said, yeah, man, the biggest takeaway for me is, is certainly going to be what he was talking about, the interior defensive line. Um it sounds to me like you're trending in the right direction of getting somebody like a Mason Smith and Makai Wingo back. It certainly sounded like that was the verbiage, like the language that he was speaking. Obviously, nothing set in stone until those two guys come out and say it on their own. So it's not like we're sitting over here and presenting something that isn't, you know, out there yet. Um, nothing's official until they put the word out. And I know you're, you're building something. I, I think I, I love what they're bringing in Shown. I, I think he's a fantastic player. Um, I saw you said something a little bit ago about you know Jordan Jefferson as well. If he has another year of eligibility. I don't know if he has another year of eligibility. He only played in one game um, I know. in 2020, I think it was. So, And then I saw that he had redshirted. Which right, then so you're would... thinking he could get that six-year of eligibility, and it's a high possibility. He, he, he might, um, but that's something to keep an eye on and certainly something that we could ask around and, and try to figure out as well. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll just, he, he'd be, he would be Josh Williams. Yeah. I mean, he's Josh Williams. So, I mean, he's the super senior. This would be the last year of the, the super senior. Um, and I think that's something that you need. Obviously, like, Makai Wingo, is a, he's, he's a true leader. He came into the locker room when he transferred in from Missouri, and he, he took the locker room by storm. Everybody respected him, and that's why he got the coveted number 18 jersey. But to keep as many old heads as you can in the locker room, just to keep that camaraderie and, you know, have a leader in the locker room is, is really key to me. So I'd love to see somebody like Jordan Jefferson stick around, man. I would, too. Um, thoughts on the defensive uh, early signing day before we talk about a little practice. What did you – you talked about – dude, I like Joel Rogers a lot. I, I think he's a guy that we have not talked about enough in this class 
because the kid doesn't say anything. He's not flashy. Yeah. You know, like today I saw like he's wearing khaki shorts or khaki pants and he's he's got a shirt tucked in. Like he's all business. He he yeah. reminds me of Brian, uh, Brandon Taylor. Now I played with Brandon at Franklinton. He they're the same dude. All right, and so like the the same kind of hey, I ain't gonna talk, I ain't gonna say nothing, but I'm gonna come in here and knock your head off. Yeah, I, I, I like Joel. Yeah. What what are some guys that you like along the defense? It's gonna be Devon Keys uh, at the linebacker position. Oh. Uh, super productive guy in Texas. You know he played at Alito. It's a really competitive schedule that they play on a routine basis. Kind of like what I was saying about Caden Durham. Uh, not to sound like a broken record, but you look at somebody like Caden Durham and he dominated against the best of the best in Texas, and then. You look at somebody like Keyes, who is a very versatile sideline to sideline linebacker. He's very smart, shoots the gap well. I'm a big fan of what Keyes brings to the table. And obviously, long term at the linebacker position, you're you're going to lose somebody like Harold Perkins. Mm -hmm. um, Greg Penn won't be here forever. So, and Omar Spates, you know, same. Well, I won't talk about Omar Spates, but you, you sit here and you get somebody <laughs> like Keyes, and um, you're getting a player. I think this is a guy who can be a dude long term. So, uh, when I'm looking at the f defensive side of the ball, that sticks out like a sore thumb. And then the cornerbacks, you know, you're, you're trying to revamp this, this position group for the long haul. And I think Juwan Johnson is going to be a guy who might take some time to get into that groove. But you have some dogs coming in in the secondary as well. So I like what they did, man. You're locking down this Louisiana talent. You're locking down the Louisiana culture. And you got eight of the ten top ten players in the state, ten of the top 12. So you're, Brian Kelly's putting a border around Louisiana on the recruiting trail. And it's, it's going to pay off long term. It's a culture, culture builder for sure. Um. Massive takeaways from you yesterday from practice. I, I love JV Tobiano and Ashton Stamps taking first team cornerback. Reps. I thought Stamps won the day. He had that amazing play on the right side of the field on that deep ball from Garrett Nussmeyer. He mm -hmm. had the pick, came down, hit the ground, and dropped it. But obviously, it, it, it was a standout play. He had the sideline rocking. So to, to see him do something like that was significant to me. And, you know, obviously, Sage Ryan being back in the fold is, is, is fantastic. You know, obviously, a lot of people would say, that, say what they want about Sage Ryan, but. You know, to keep a Louisiana guy in town or keep him in Baton Rouge and do what you can is super important to me. So I'm glad he's sticking around. So those are my takeaways. And then Garrett Nussmeyer, obviously, you know, controlling the pace. Um, he looks like a leader. He looks like he's poised to take that next step in the locker room. So su super impressed. Obviously, short media viewing, but take away what you can. You know, well, yeah, I mean, he used to give us an hour and a half, two hours. Now he's giving us 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, But I look. I'll take that. O didn't give a shit. He gave us 15 minutes of warm-ups. We were talking about that the other day, too. Um, listen, they were out there, and, it, it, and look, this wasn't no pity pat, stay up, don't get hurt. They were out there tackling, tackling. Like, they were, yeah. they were playing, playing. Like, they weren't playing around. The offense did some good things. Garrett Nussmeyer did some good things. I thought, you know, I called him Franklin D. Roosevelt last night because he was out there dropping dimes. Okay, Franklin Franklin D. Roosevelt's on the dime, just so you mm – -hmm. Okay, all right. Um, thought they looked good, but yeah. I got to tell you, defense was pissed off. Like, I, I mean, I, I have not seen them play that hard either in camp or any game whatsoever. Dude, they were out there popping yesterday. A little surprised that the defense had a little edge to them. No, and I think that's the correct answer. I think this defense needs to play pissed off. Like you said, it was a, just a defeating a defeating year for him. And you got one last chance to prove that you can play ball at the highest level. So you might as well take all the opportunities you can during these 15 bowl practices and carry it into the Wisconsin game as well. So show that you got some fight in you. End the season on a high note. And I, I loved watching the one-on-ones. Obviously, uh, the receivers kind of stole the show for the most part there. Chris Hilton, in my opinion, looked fantastic. I agree. As is Sheldon Sampson. But kind of sticking on what you said on the defensive side of the ball, yeah. Play pissed off. Do what you can. Uh, you, you got some players. I love seeing Whit Weeks on the field, obviously. his It was a mixed bag this year. You saw him sometimes. You didn't see him the rest. You just didn't know what you were going to get on a week-by-week on a -week basis. Mm -hmm. We're Whit Weeks fans over here, and I, uh, I love watching him play ball, so it was nice to see him get some significant reps under his belt in practice. I was telling, I think, Wilson this when we were standing there watching Wilson Alexander. Trey Holly was running with the ones. They were rotating the backs in and out. It was, um, I think Logan Diggs was actually the only back that didn't run with the ones, at mm -hmm. least not, not that I remember. Trey Holly inside dive, runs right up the middle. Okay, and you're talking about a really good offensive line, like yeah. a really good offensive line that's done some really good things all year. And, bro, 
they were hitting, and then they were getting because he only ran the ball for two yards. They're getting up in his face. They're you know like I had never this year, not once, not even in preseason. Okay, like the dog came out a little bit yesterday, and so I was like, uh, yeah, hold on now, and now now I, I don't want. I'm I'm saying that I didn't say this last night because I wanted somebody to be here who was there with us. Like you were there. Like I'm not making this shit up now. Okay, they were pop, and I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Like, wh- where's this been? That's what you want to see, and, and that's what we've been waiting for. You know, yeah. obviously, we it, it was had swag. Zach, they yeah. had swag yesterday. Show some dog. Show some fight. Show some swag, like you said, and it, it it's nice to see. Obviously, small sample size. Uh, we want to see it against Wisconsin. But, yeah, I mean, they, they were popping each other. They were getting each other's grills. It was, it was good to see you. It's what we've been kind of waiting to see for a little bit now. The last thing that I had an, on this topic with you, like, literally, it's on my paper. Like, yeah. now go show it. You know, like, now go show exactly. Like, I saw that you can do it yesterday. And were you – let me ask you this. I, I lied. You surprised they're playing bump and run man-to-man coverage on the outside? And not only that, it would be one thing if Ashton Stamps almost caught a pick – and man-to-man coverage on Shelton Sampson, dog. He's locked. He uh, and team period. Did Brian? Did Brian Thomas Jr. have a catch? Because I don't think he had a catch. Not that I can remember. But to answer your question, they're like, no. I feel like a lot of the people were sitting back saying, like, why are we playing 15 yards off the ball? Like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? So to see him bumping like that is it, it, it just bump and run, right, man-to-man, brother. It's a step in the right direction. This is everything that people have been wanting to see, and we got to see it firsthand. So. No, I, I'm not surprised. These are changes that should have been made maybe midway through the year, maybe. Um, but here we are. You know, it's better late than never, I suppose. I ain't going to lie. It kind of pissed me off a little bit. It kind of pissed yeah, me off a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and, look, they signed four corners today. I think Brian Kelly's more excited. He's gotten high school corners than anything, like yeah. high number of them. Like he, that's, the, that's the thing that he, I think he was, like, really, really excited about. That's where I want to go to next. Brian Kelly said today in his press conference that, and I'm paraphrasing, so sue me. Yeah. You know, but I'm going to build this team through a lot of high school guys, and I feel extremely confident that we can develop. Like, okay. So, but he will still go on the portal and get dudes. Like, he wants to win. Do you buy him on – not buy him. That's not a good way to ask it. Like, hey, man, you're at the 85 – over the 85 scholarship limit now, Zach. I mean, you're going to have to might cut a dude or, dude or two loose here. He's not playing when he talks about, I want to bring in 27, 28 guys from high school. In my opinion, kind of based off what you're saying, his his spiel, his, his, his take has always been – if he's going to hit the transfer portal, he's going to look at players with, one, multiple years of eligibility, and two, you know, he likes his Louisiana guys. And those are kind of the two pieces of criteria that he's dove into for, for the two years he's been here. So he's entering his third offseason with the program, and he's sticking to the, he's sticking to the narrative. He, he doesn't want to do one-year rentals. Obviously, one or two won't hurt you. But backtracking to what you said, the goal is to develop th- th- through the high school ranks. You bring in true freshmen, and, and you, you trust your player development program. And it's what he's harped on since he's gotten to Baton Rouge and, it's something that he truly believes in because you can't keep, you know, every single year you can't bring in a new a new squad. You can't bring in a new secondary because continuity is is real. It takes time to form that. And in the SEC, especially now with an expanded SEC, you're not going to be able to get away with, you know, as much as you have in the past. So I think it's important to build through the high school ranks. It's something that he's harped on. And like I said, man, like a broken record, trust your player development. And he's certainly been one to harp on that. What else? What else have, what have, I, what else have I missed on? I feel like I'm missing something big here that I hadn't asked you. National signing day was a success. Obviously, no drama. It, it, it's nothing nothing crazy. You're going to sit back and wait and see what Cohen Eccles does on Friday, obviously. That's your quote-unquote surprise play, um, whatever happens there. You're not necessarily – you're not missing anything. You're not Whatever happens, happens. You got your five offensive linemen. It's always nice to add more bodies in the trenches. Um, but you had no surprises. You went 27 for 27. You went perfect. You've added 1,000. And you got all your guys. None of them went on official visits. Nobody went on unofficial visits the last weekend of, uh, you know, that, that – before the dead period, essentially. So, look, you, you, you killed you killed National Signing Day. You handled business. Practice was a success yesterday. You saw Garrett Nussmeyer control it. Shelton Sampson and the receivers looked pretty solid. And I use Shelton Sampson because, obviously, he had that one drop. But 
I like the route running. I liked everything that he did. But separating, yeah. he's separating from dudes. Yeah, you know he's what's been a productive last twenty four hours. You you know what's very interesting about Shelton Sampson, is, at least to me, is remember. I don't want to say bad. Mm-hmm. He was not ready. He was not ready to come in here. Okay, in my opinion, and play it all this year. Completely agreed. And what do you think about the Terrace Marshall comparison that everybody kind of throws I, out? I like I like that a lot. Okay, because he wasn't necessarily ready then. Too, it took a couple steps. But when Brian Kelly talked about development today, like we can bring guys in here and we're going to develop them, right? How can you make the argument? You cannot argue me that Shelton Sampson didn't take a massive leap yesterday from the last time that we saw him in practice wholeheartedly agree with that and I think you have to give all the credit in the world to Cortez Hankton it's a fantastic coach it's a fantastic recruiter and obviously you've seen what he can develop it the proof's in the product so to see see Sheldon Sampson you know take that next step like you said it was an impressive day for him obviously he had that one drop in the back corner of the end zone whatever it is what it is your hands develop in my opinion but the route running it was crisp getting off his break was impressive so I, I, I was I'm a big fan of Sheldon and I think he had a really good day at the office yesterday Garrett Nussmeyer. Well, t- let me ask you, last question. Garrett Nussmeyer, thoughts? I'm a fan of Garrett Nussmeyer. I like his game. I like that you're bringing in Swan to push him. I think it's great competition. You needed that extra body. You and I have talked about that in the past. You can't rely on, you know, Colin Hurley's coming in at 16 years old. He'll take time. Ricky Collins isn't there yet. It, it, he, he's a guy who's going to thrive in the player development system alongside Joe Sloan because Joe Sloan is a fantastic player development quarterback coach. So you needed somebody to come in and be that reliable backup in case something happens, and you got that in Swan. Sticking on the Nussmeyer subject, though, look, he, he I feel like this offseason is obviously going to be tremendous for him, a casual take. Um, get, get the locker room under your belt. Um, continue to develop decision-making, develop that IQ. I think him getting all the attention from Joe Sloan is going to be, is going to be fantastic. I, I, I like Eric Nussmeyer. He's a gunslinger. I know he hates that narrative. But he, he throws that thing. He's not scared. I think, I think he's going to be ready. I think spring ball is going to be a huge telling, telling sign for all of us. Thoughts and on yes, Rick- Jason Baker. I did say Colin Hurley will arrive at 16 years old on campus. Um, he oh, yeah. Yeah, he will, yeah, right, 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 right. Um, Ricky Collins. I think Ricky Collins is a dynamic quarterback who needs more time in the system to hit his stride. I think his throwing motion's improving. I think his footwork's improving. I think him and Joe Sloan are going to be best friends this offseason. <laughs> they <because>, better be. <laughs> because there's there's some some throws that he could have made yesterday that he didn't make. Golly. Um, he's a they were there, progress. too. And, and Zach, he... He struggled he, in 11 on 11. He, he did. Right. He struggled. Bad. And that's why I kind of hinted at A.J. Swan. You know, that being it's so important to get him on campus and start to develop in this system. Um, Ricky Collins is going to be a work in progress. It's going to take time. He's a fantastic quarterback. He's super athletic, but he's not SEC game ready yet for impactful snaps. And this offseason, again, is going to be super important in the quarterback room. He's Robbie Ashford. That's a, that's a really – I don't hate that take at all. Yeah, he's Robbie Ashford. I don't, I, don't, I don't hate that take at all. Robbie Ashford does the same Jordan Thompson yep. deep elbow back in the pocket – and it's it's the timing that's killing him. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily the processing. Like, I, I, I can't put together if it's the processing that's the issue or the delivery is the issue because it's, it's taking – It's both. You He's think still it's, advancing to the game. He's, it, it's, it's taking time for him, I think. And I think it's going to take time for him to hit his stride, and that's why another offseason is going to be super crucial for him to process everything as quickly as possible, develop that throwing motion, make it quicker and tighter – under Joe Sloan, I think it's going to be super important, but carry on. No, I'm just – I'm agreeing with you. I, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. Um, Michael Moore sends a $499 super chat. says, Colin Hurley, I believe, was a five-star in the 2025 class until he reclassified. I think he's getting a bad rap, be honest with you. I, I think a lot of people were down on him. Michael, thank you for the super chat. I, I, I do agree that I think some people were down on him, Zach. Um I got to be real with you. I think he can come in here day one and push Ricky Collins, like I because because of. Did you see that kid spin it in the All American game? Because I did. 
I did. He was impressive. <laughs> and he competed in the Elite 11 finals, too. Like, he's done. Well, the he's kid, the, the, the thing I'm trying to just say here is the kick and throw. Like, he's a natural yeah. football thrower. Like, he, he he wakes up and can throw like 200 passes. It's not going to bother him. You know? Really agree. So, we'll see, man. We'll see. All right, Zach Nagy. I didn't even say where you – but you got Sports Illustrated behind you. LSU country with us. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We will not see you. I said last time in case we mm-hmm. didn't, but this time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I will not see you into the new right. year. <laughs> At least not on this show. Tell everybody where they can catch your stuff, everything you're doing. Yeah, LSU Country on Sports Illustrated. You can catch us on Twitter. Put out a bunch of content every day. Too much content at times. I've been pumping out some stuff lately. But football, basketball, recruiting. We're really big on recruiting right now, obviously. It's that time of the year. But Transfer Portal News, you name it. It's got LSU behind it. We're pumping it out. So, Check out LSU Country, putting out a lot of good stuff. Twitter, Facebook, search us up on Google. And then obviously you got my handle right there, Zach Nagy. It's at ZNagy20. Putting out some stuff every single day, just putting out as much content as possible. And it's it's been it's been a long month, man. Transfer Portal News has been crazy, but it's been super productive. So I appreciate you, Blake. And obviously, happy holidays. Let your family know I asked about them. Thanks, man. And thank you for sure. a great uh, football season, nevertheless. Absolutely. Good stuff, baby. All man. right, man. That's Zach, Zach Nagy, Sports Illustrated. Always fantastic, man. All right. Let's do this. Let's talk about our friends over at betonline.ag. I got one more thing I need to tell you about. Probably could have let off the show with it, but I didn't. We're back next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline. AG. We're back. Apparently, somebody on their show just called me an asshole. Oh, well. Don't care. <laughs> Brett says that Zach was very impressive. I enjoy his decisions. Please bring on show more often. We could do that. We can do that. Yeah, somebody just called me a piece of shit on their own show. Huh. Your mom. Never mind. Your mom is a hoe. All right. Listen to me. Because we are not going live tomorrow. Um, because the Saints play. I got my kids. I'm watching my kids all day tomorrow. So we won't be live tomorrow. I want to leave you with one thing. And one thing that I want you to take and hear what your boy Blake is saying. Now that early signing day is over, and you got the playoffs coming up, so maybe not a lot of changes. But, and I'm not saying this is happening, but just in case, silly season's about to start. What do I mean by silly season? Now, it's already started kind of got, getting underway, and coaches going here and there. I would not be surprised if things start picking up and you start hearing more chatter about this guy being not being retained, this guy going somewhere else. I don't think you need to listen to everything that you hear. Some of these things you're going to need to play out, and you might not even play out. Look, man, you you play in a bowl game in 11 days, um, maybe 12 days, maybe. I forget. Um. All I'm going to say is two weeks is two weeks. 
And if that's when changes start happening, so be it. But don't be surprised if you don't start hearing things pick up on the coaching carousel. We'll see. I don't know who it is. But we'll see. (laughs) Michael Moore says embrace it. Yes, I will embrace it. I will embrace it. I hope you guys do as well. We'll see y'all soon. We'll see you next week after Christmas. Y'all have a good holidays. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.